As the real news continues to be an endless cycle of misery and financial stories we don't understand, we're here to bring you the stranger, funnier, sillier stories you might have missed on both sides of the pond, by which we mean the Atlantic Ocean, one of the world's five biggest ponds. This is the News Where They Are podcast, about the news where they are, in podcast form. Nothing has changed. No collusion. You're joking. Hello and welcome to the news where they are. The only place that you will hear some news that is not going to make you sad because of all the other world news. My name is Jack. I am a Welsh human living in the United States of America. Hello, Dan. Hello, Jack. I am Dan. I'm a Welshman who uh, isn't a traitor and remains in Wales, in the motherland, soaking in this sweet, sweet grey day. I feel like you're going to have the last laugh, actually, when in a couple of months I'll be detained somewhere for not being legally allowed to live here. I don't know. Yeah, I, mate, I feel... just all you need to do is just do not join a caravan of any sort. <laughs> uh, a literal one. Don't go on a haven holiday. Do not join the caravan of love. Just stay where you are. Keep your head down. To be fair, Jack, you have got quite a cool haircut. And at the moment, I feel like that's probably enough for uh, Trump to take umbrage with you and try and reclassify yeah. what's an acceptable haircut and have you thrown in jail. I've been trying this Ellen DeGeneres haircut for about six years in the hope that finally <laughs> when I moved here, I would just be able to slink in in the background and I'd be just America's favourite lesbian. So Just hosting the show. <laughs> Dan, why are we here? We have news that is going to cheer everyone up. It's the kind of news that really slips under the radar lately, mm. and we think it deserves more air. In a sense, this is, this is the real news, when it, in an even realer sense, the actual news is the real news, but let's just pretend that this is more important for now uh, so we don't walk into the sea. Yeah, the, um, this is the stuff that the mainstream media is ignoring. <laughs> and it, and we're going to bring some stories from both sides of the ponds. I'm here, I'm, I'm Welsh, and I'm trying to discover things about America that I never knew before. So this is part That's of That's almost that. a chant, Jack. I'm here, <laughs> I'm Welsh, and I'm ch- checking the websites for news. <laughs> when do we want it? Put within a reasonable time frame, please. <laughs> so, Dan, I assume you've been scouring the internet for Welsh uh, news stories, good and Welsh Well, I have. Stories. Welsh, I'm sort of taking the mantle of UK on with my news because, um, obviously, you have a massive country and I have a very small, very weird island to cover. Mm. So I am, I'm, I'm Wales and beyond, but no further than Folkestone. Okay, that's yeah. fair. The headline I have for you, Dan, is mm-hmm. the revelation that Disney employees say theme parks are popular for scattering cremated ashes. <laughs> right, okay. It, the way you said that, it sounds like that's the only reason they're popular. You know, like they had, they, had, they had rides for years, but until they started scattering ashes, no one was coming. They had, they made, that, that's why Disney have got so many characters, is because they've got, they've got Mickey Mouse, they've got you know, Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella, all these people, and no one was turning up. And they kept trying new characters until eventually someone went, I'm just going to chuck my granddad about. And <laughs> all of a sudden, the caravan of tourists came flooding in. <laughs> it is the only... Why else would you go to Disneyland? I don't know. I don't want to see the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yet, alongside rides, put it this way, alongside rides, the parks have mm. become a favourite spot for visitors to scatter the cremated ashes of their loved ones. But... Disney have come to pour water on those dry, dry ashes 
Uh, oh, that's a nightmare because they're going to scatter everywhere then. Yeah. If you, pour, really if you pour water on hot ashes, they just all fly up in the air. Throwing ashes is strictly prohibited and unlawful, and guests will be escorted off the property with the remains of their family members if they're seen doing it. Goofy's going to wander over with a dustpan and brush and scoop it all back up and escort them out off the premises. Yes. I People... can't believe Disney are buying this because you think they'd be the perfect place. Like, you know, very, it, like, it's a small world ride. Mm. You know, it's very somber, quite dark in there. That's one of the, the popular uh, rides for Ashes to be spilt. Is it? Yeah. So it's not like Space Mountain. Basically, people have been smuggling ashes into the parks via makeup, like bottles, prescription right. pill bottles, anything, nice. water bottles, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, other living grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder There's... if anyone's actually been cremated at a theme park. Oh my god! You know, gosh. like that's how you get them in. You basically like put a bit of rouge on them, lipstick, sunglasses. <laughs> We wheel them in. Oh, we're so excited about a big day, and then it's just, you know, bonfire time outside yeah. the Magic Castle. <laughs> Strap Nana to a firework and see what happens. The, every everyone's waiting for that big moment where they all come out at the end of the day. <laughs> you know, the big fireworks display they do yeah. like once a day at Disney. Just stra- strap her to one of those. Can you imagine that over the over the big arches, the spires of uh, Cinderella's castle, and then oh, there's Nan. There she goes. There she goes. Beautiful. It's where she wanted to be in all five of the <laughs> lands of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Ooh. Ah! <laughs> Down the the haunted mansion is the most popular with one haunted dis- mansion. Mm. That's insensitive. My God. What do they think? Are they do they think it's like pet cemetery? They're gonna chuck it down and then all of a sudden Nan's like, I keep saying Nan. I don't know why it's got to be a Nan. It's got to be. But Nan. like, uh, your Nan just. D- turns up in the next exhibit or something. Yeah, well, one Disneyland custodian, I love the use of custodians, is quoted <laughs> yeah. as saying, the Haunted Mansion probably has so much human ashes in it that it's not even funny, okay? Did they actually say that? <laughs> yes. Was them, were, is there a recording of the person saying this, like, there's so many ashes in the Haunted Mansion, it's not even funny. <laughs> so many ashes, in fact, that it usually means that the ride is temporarily closed and gets into the technicalities of the rides, so they have to use an f- ultra-fine vacuum to clean up ashes. Oh, my God. Billy, quick, we've got another dusty nan in the haunted mansion. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 it got me thinking, Dan, of all those rides, where would you scatter your own ashes? Well, not your own ashes, but where would you, where would you like your ashes? <laughs> yeah. If I, when I know I'm, you know, I've had, I've had enough, you know, when I'm sort of 40, mm. um, I'll go and I'll cremate myself as I go and I'll just knock bits. You know, like people with cigarettes, they just tap bits off. <laughs> I'll just go around Disneyland you know, tapping bits off. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, maybe the one, the one that I always loved was, um, to, sorry to bang the Welsh drum, but Oakwood. Mm. And the, the, tree, Oakwood. the treetop roller coaster was always a big one. And because uh, I wouldn't do it on Megaphobia, because I think that's disrespectful. But the treetop roller coaster, I mean, how 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 do you depo- dis- dispose of ashes in a theme park? Do you do you, you obviously pe- I get how people are getting them in, but what where are they putting them? Are they just dropping them out somewhere, or do they get on a ride, then pull out a bag out of their pocket or like a jar, and just sort of leaving a sort of jet stream behind them of yeah. You know, 
I get, relatives. I, I get the ones where it's like you're in a, you're being dragged around on like a mechanical boat, so you can drop it into the water, I suppose. But right, in those yeah. ones where it's an indoor, usually a house with lots of cogs in it. Yeah. Unideal to just drop it into the booth. Yeah, I wondered, like, the Haunted Mansion thing, I wouldn't be surprised if some people were going in there thinking that's where all the ghosts came from. Mm. It's just, it, it was it was a cafe until <laughs> people started dumping ash in there. <laughs> well, that, again, question, what is your favourite depository? Uh, I'm sorry? What is your, your favourite depository? Well, I don't know, one, like, just sort of one in the morning, like a simple one. What are we talking about? <laughs> Yeah, Maybe I, after breakfast. Because all of the attractions, Dan, Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. the Haunted Mansion, and It's a Small Ride are the most popular. It's a small ride. <laughs> it's a small world. It's a small world are the most popular depositories. So it just got me thinking, what was your favourite depository? Okay, mm. so maybe... You know, if it's going to be a grandparent, it's going to have to be the cups and saucers, isn't it? Because it's yeah. something they can relate to. I mean, I, I imagine this is the kind of problem like someone like Mecha Bingo has all the time. Yes. Yeah, I reckon... Do you know, if I was a nan, I would scatter myself in Mecha. Mecha. Mecha Bingo. Oh, I'd become I'd become a, um, a, a dabber, you know? I'd get my ashes, just soak my ashes, so black comes out the end. You can just... Because it doesn't have to be a perfect system for dabbing. You just need to create a mark. Yeah. So I would fill a big pen with the ashes... And just pour a little bit of water in the top and dab. Legs yeah. 11, just number 11. To be forever just incarcerated in a, in a mecha bingo, just con- constantly yeah. dab is all, all any person over 65 wants to do. Exactly. Although when our generation pass, it will be a different kind of dab. They'll uh, be asked to be done at their <laughs> memoriam. Yeah, that's the thing. This is we'll we'll never have to face the dilemmas of ashes. We'll just be uploaded onto Snapchat or Musically. Well, I mean, no, because once we're ash, it'll be because of the nuclear winter, and everyone will be ash then. So we've no need to sort of move us. We'll just crumble where we were when the uh, the bombs went off, and that'll be it. Okay, so this is the story that the Welsh government. Uh, is considering a proposal to prop up a new 130 million bridge across the Menai Strait with a mythical Welsh giant. What? So picture the scene. The Menai Straits from uh, you know North Wales over mm. to Anglesey, where they're looking to build a new bridge there. But the idea is that basically it's it's just going to be a new landmark held up by a Welsh giant. And I know exactly which Welsh giant it's going to be. It is Bendigedfran. The English translation is Bran the Blessed. That's right. Wales' answer to Brian Blessed is going to be holding up this bridge in North Wales. And I could hold up a bridge! I was trying to think of, like, um, like Gower's Alive! Or something like that. <laughs> um, what interests me a lot about this story is the fact that, much like Brian Blessed, who, who you know claims to have delivered a baby in Richmond Park and cut the cord with his own teeth, oh, yeah. the, uh, the, the giant Bran the Blessed is also full of bullshit stories. Because um, he claims, basically, he went over to Ireland to wage war against the king, Matholoch, and according to the legend, the Irish soldiers retreated over the River Shannon and burnt all the bridges. But Ben Degedfran lay over the river, uttering, "Ofer Ben Bidbont, he who would be a leader, let him be a bridge." 
and that is why you know this idea of leaders and bridges is why uh, in an attempt to retake the uh, Plaid Cymru leadership uh, Leanne Wood has now changed her name to Leanne Seven Bridge uh, <laughs> the legend is that this giant just did a, basically a really impressive plank if you're worrying Jack by the way that um this is sort of like it sounds a bit too elaborate yeah you know I would say that yeah, well, basically, we've built these kind of bridges before with these kind of supports. And uh, as the, um, the the civil engineer who designed it, uh, Benji Poulton, said, we, I, th- I assume that just means he's a very polite engineer. Um, he he basically said, we've made these kind of bridges before. And this is a direct quote. All we are really doing is adding a head. Sometimes the most simple explanations are just to add a head. This is how to drive tourism. We just need to become a place where you put massive, massive heads uh, on stuff, would you would you be interested in a bridge being held up by a giant, Jack? Uh, I would definitely cross it for sure. My only thing here is really another bridge in Wales because the first two, bit annoying. Yeah, we do we do famously only have two bridges. <laughs> I just mean like, can we stop? I feel like bridges for Wales are a ball lake. They're a bridge ache. But I don't know whether it's worth maybe considering other poses for the 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 giant because at the moment it's he's just sort of wet from the waist up out of the water, holding it up with his arms in the air. Oh yeah, like a giant like Britney Spears holding up a python. Exactly, it, that's exactly the how they described it in the proposals actually. <laughs> but I was thinking maybe you could have you know, what if it's sort of balancing on his head as he's lying in the straits, you know, like he like he's in the bath reading a book. And the yeah. bridge is just sort of passing over his head. You know, and you could then further down have the little feet poking up. And that becomes another tourist attraction then. Why not? At this point, Wales, why not? Why not? We've only, we've only got weeks to live, basically. <laughs> the planet's gone. Just, yeah, have, have your giant. <laughs> so, Dan, there's been a lot of stories lately. Always, always around this time, there are stories of mysticism and horror and fright but sometimes people can take it too far an alabama woman got zombie teeth stuck in her mouth (laughs) explain so what like real zombie teeth so it's halloween i what i've noticed here in america is that people go quite wild for halloween Houses here are decorated to the nines, like Christmas. Yeah. Properly, every house is, is lined with graveyards in the front garden, giant inflatable pumpkins. Yeah, it's, it's well, that's, that's interesting that America's decided to stick with the, the, the frightening theme for this Halloween. I thought maybe with everything that's been going on, you'd maybe sort of have a cheery Halloween this year where it's uh, a lot more... Smiles and happiness, you know, maybe maybe like a like a, a fluffy unicorn in the garden this time, and everyone's dressing up as you know, r- responsible politicians. No, and uh, you know that that taking taking the opposite angle on it because surely every day makes you want to scream. Yeah, I think that's why it's been so gradual this year. Is no one really realised it was Halloween because it's all so terrible. <laughs> but um, let's let's talk about Anna too who was the Alabama woman. Anna, too, from Alabama, was planning to be a zombie for the haunting holiday and spent $3 on a pair of fake teeth for her costume. Mistake number one. Mm. Mm. Spend more than... Unless, it, unless it's something from Greg, spend more than £3 on anything you're going to put in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's always a good rule for life. She 
she tried to remove them and said, I was trying to remove them because basically they were too tight. Oh, they I wouldn't... didn't realise we had her on the guest. Hello, Anna. Thank you, thank you for coming. She um she couldn't eat or drink because of the fake teeth, but tried to drink hot coffee, hoping that the hot liquid would combine and loosen the glue. What are zombie teeth? I mean, I could tell you what, like, vampire teeth are. Yeah. But what do, what do, what do zombie teeth look like? Because I think, don't zombies just n- not have teeth? Or is it, is it just bad teeth? Yeah, just, what she's just think of, like, properly smashed up. Think of a smashed up face. So she'd used the adhesive. It got stuck. She tried hot coffee. So she's already glued stuff into her mouth, and now she's going to try and burn it out. I mean, healthcare is expensive here. Maybe hot coffee yeah. was the answer. Uh, and um, and she's dead now. So that really made him yeah, pan out she, well. She died. The teeth remain, and that's in the story. Yeah, she's actually become a genuine zombie now. It's far easier than getting the teeth out again. She's just died and uh, become a reanimated corpse because it was easier than trying to get them back off. <laughs> no, she she did. She had an emergency dental appointment. She got them out, and she said, "She'll never do it again. I'll never put anything bad like that in my mouth again." I sort of feel like she didn't even need to state that. Yeah, I... it's quite worrying that she felt the need to reassure people that she wasn't going to do that again. Like we were all going, well, I mean, uh, we're going to have to remember this doctor's number for next year. I wonder if there's a lighter adhesive I could use. <laughs> okay, so mine is also uh, Halloween themed. The theme of Halloween and disappointment, which I think is sort of the the theme of Halloween and every Halloween. Yeah, I'd say. Um, okay, so basically there's this. Um, much anticipated Halloween event in Greater Manchester called Scream Mania, uh, which is which was going to be the biggest, spookiest, scariest event Manchester had ever seen, uh, has since been described as an absolute shambles. Um, okay, so this fa- families were paying up to fifty pounds to go into the event, which promised to turn Reddish Vale uh, Country Park into Spooky Vale. Uh, there's your first clue because they really gave up quickly on trying to think up a name. Yeah, that's. And um, there was going to be live actors, fun fair rides, a maze, and amazing special effects. Right. Now Already. I'm going to give you a quick list of what was actually there. Okay. So here, are, here are three things, three attractions. So there was the terrifying things, including the uh, the nightmare-inducing uh, go karts. Um, which right. you know nothing says Halloween to me more than go karts. But fine, yeah, go karts. You know, at least at least they can be fun. Yeah. Um, then there were some Zorbs, um, which were left um, deflated by the port loos, uh for the entire time. They never got used. And oh. the uh, the biggest the biggest attraction, the one there's actually a photo of in the article, uh, was a um, a bin under a gazebo. A bin under a gazebo. A bin under a gazebo. Yeah. A- according to uh, one of the one of the visitors, there was an inflatable maze. Um, but that lasted two minutes before deflating. <laughs> well, even even a woman hired to perform as a witch at the event was apologising to parents. Right. Okay. And so... that's really if you know if your witch has to come out of character, you know you've messed up. <laughs> this is my thing. Many questions here. First of all, what you do like. Who's hiring a witch, like a professional witch, for this? Just like dress someone up, put a bin bag on, and a witch hat. 
I think that's what she was. Okay. I don't. I don't think this woman was a professional sorcerer, sorceress. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't think she knew some homeopathic methods to treat uh, athletes' foot. I think she was a woman in a pointy hat who maybe had a cat with her, and she was just having to say sorry to parents who'd brought their kids to you know to a spooktacular event, and they just ended up taking photos of them sat in a bin under a gazebo. I just feel like time and time again, we get these stories, mostly at Christmas, when there's like a Santa land or whatever. Yeah. Some call it Lapland. We just don't learn. They're obviously going to be terrible. I wonder whether actually this this really does sort of hit the theme of Halloween more than, than you know, a really sort of traditional pumpkins everywhere, cobwebs, that sort of thing. Like, there's just something frightening about being left to sort of play with a bin under a gazebo like if that if I if I just sort of went outside and saw a child playing with a bin under a gazebo I'd I'd be freaked out also quite bold to make a statement that's the scariest night Manchester's ever seen I've been to yeah. Manchester on the weekend there was one woman who said um that she could have done a better um you know a better Halloween party in her garden but to be fair, that woman was the um, the local vicar and her garden is a graveyard, so that's sort of cheating. <laughs> and that's almost modern art to me. It's like a very... It's just an... It's like a sort of, you know, banks on a day off. Like, um, you know, his 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 theme park he had before, Dismaland. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure, th- I'm, I'm sure they encouraged people to bring along ashes to that one. <laughs> this is the kind of thing you would have seen there. You know, you go past the bin the, under the gazebo, say a little few words for, for Nan and throw her, you know, throw ashes at a mannequin in a gas mask. So obviously there's a lot of huge news everywhere in the world, you know, there's, there's, uh, yeah, there's Trump, there's Brexit, there's uh, China getting up to no good, Russia are meddling in everything. Mm. Um, so let's see, you know, I think it's about time we sort of, we've got to give some room in this podcast for the bigger stories, um, you know, from elsewhere in the world, we can't, we can't, we can't pretend totally block them out for the whole show. So, um, no. So what? What? What's? What's the massive story you found, Jack? Okay, Dan, hold on to your hats. If you're wearing multiple hats, Dan. Yeah, I've, it's only the four today, and I have. I've only used a light adhesive to keep them to my head, so we should be <laughs> fine. You won't need a dentist. Let's head all the way over to India where a bus conductor was punished for letting a pigeon ride a bus for free. Oh, it's about time. These shirking, cheap, lousy pigeons getting everything for free. So, in Harua in India, a bus was working it through a large forest. Uh, You know, it was a typical part of the route. Nothing untoward. But, as inspectors noticed the bus drive past, they saw something awry. Okay, so they pulled the bus over. No one expecting any drama. They walk onto the bus, they go to the back of the bus, and they see an individual man with an individual pigeon. I thought I thought you were gonna say it when they saw they saw an individual man, but then as they took the hat and umbrella off him, <laughs> they realized it was a pigeon. <laughs> Good day, sir. I'm a man. So the bus conductor said he hadn't noticed this incident happen. But the transport authorities didn't believe his story and find the man. He fined the bus conductor an undisclosed <laughs> amount of money. <laughs> and there is a rule in India that states 
conductors must charge an additional one-fourth of the standard fare for any passenger transporting 30 pigeons. I think what this needs is a sort of way, like a, you know, the pigeons need their own transport system, essentially. Yeah, some would you know, call if it only, flight. If only they had some, yeah, some way of getting around. Because as we know, the pigeon has historically relied on the bus to get everywhere up until now. Dan, I feel like we are absolutely sated with nice news from around the world. Yes, my news thirst has been well and truly quenched. We are completely quenched, but there's still room for more news, even more news. I feel like we've given you the news where we are. Now we want the news where you are. Yes, if you're a listener, which would be amazing to begin with, but also be... Uh, if you are listening, we want to hear the sort of funny, interesting, weird stories of things that have happened to you recently. It doesn't have to be recently. If we haven't heard the story before, it's technically news. So just let us know what the news is where you are. Things that have happened to you, funny things, strange things, anything, any kind of story you want to send us, please do send them to us and then we will uh, ignore the terrible ones and use the ones we find amusing. Get in touch so we can get the news where you are. From Wales, until next time, enjoy the news. And from America, keep newsing. Keep newsing. You're joking.